Welcome to the Body Liberated Podcast, a space for you to get curious about your body while learning to love, appreciate, and exist in the body you have right now. Now let's get liberated. Good day, great people. It's Bria. It's Dr. Tanji. And welcome to the Body Liberated. (laughs) I love that little ding that you do. (laughs) oh wow it's the second week second week 2023 2023 how them resolutions holding up i mean for me they're going really great this is the first year where nothing about my weight was on my list so i'm feeling good about it i don't know if y'all can say the same what about i got none i have absolutely no resolution none um because there's nothing i want to resolve I think I want to give more of my attention and time to things. Yeah. Um, But I think um, as women of faith, right, it was a point that I made during this last year. And part of it was being in Believe Bigger, right, and being able to, you know, just have a reference guide. Now, I'm not through the 100 days because – that's just how my life set up. However, I was able to um, starting believe be, the believing bigger devotional mm-hmm. really um, helped me realize how sporadic my time with God had been mm-hmm. because I was missing days. I would commit to it. I would not commit to it, mm-hmm. and I my commitment to my fitness, my commitment to my emotional well-being mm-hmm. is it's always priority but with god it's just like i talk to god all day i talk to god every day i pray every day yeah but is my life grounded in his word mm. and clearly it's not if i have a hard time just doing the devotional yeah yeah so i made it a point to get more grounded spiritually um, and that started with reading my Bible. So if I had any resolutions, that would be it to commit to my word. Mm-hmm. And I won't say for all of 2023, I want to make this a practice for my life. Exactly. And I think that's beautiful. I think that's a new way to think about resolutions. And I feel like ever since, you know, the pandemic happened, everyone was saying 2020 vision. <laughs> Remember that? But we in a pandemic. <laughs> what you see? I definitely said that. Um, I feel like I don't know if I said that. I definitely did say it, but I you know we love a good cliche. I love a good cliche. <laughs> Give me all the cliches. I love them. Um, but back to your point, I think it really ties into what we're talking about today on today's episode because it's really about not just trying to do one thing and for this amount of time but really figuring out what you need to do to make it a lifestyle like for example taking care of your body and what that really looks like we're in week two of 2023 and statistically speaking 90% of you are going to fail the diet that you started 
out. Yeah, 90% of you will feel it. It's a fact. And you may not like hearing that right now. It's kind of like, ooh, did Candy just say that? Yeah, I did because I care about you. <laughs> and I want you to be a part of the 10%, but there's a lot of different toxic things about the 10%er. Yeah. And I'm proud to say that we're a part of the 10%, but how we get a part of the 10% is a little bit different. And I'm excited to get into that today about mm-hmm. like how we're in the 10%. And you can be in the 10% too. This Today's episode will give you some tips, some tips, some tricks. I'm going to go as to far as it. to say we're not even a part of the percentage. I would, you know what? We're on the category of our because own. the ten percent will require us to be a part of the culture. Oh, we're definitely not part of diet culture. Maybe we're something completely different. But for people to understand, because you know, people for need people to, to understand. They need to understand because Absolutely. a lot of this is the time where on social media you're gonna see that don't be a part of the nine percent. It's never miss a Monday. It's <laughs> right. It's racking havoc it's already, racking, and I don't even know. It's racking havoc, and so we're here to address that because it's the second Monday. And did y'all miss? Did it? you miss it? Actually, the second Monday is tomorrow. You're right. Are you gonna miss it? Maybe. I don't know. It's how I feel when I wake up. Exactly. It definitely feels. It's going to feel. So with you saying it's going to be, you're going to feel it when you wake up. You're going to decide when you wake up. Mm -hmm. That is a perfect way to kind of let the people know what you mean by that, because we're focusing on two specific things this episode. Oh, yes. And that's about honoring our bodies Mm -hmm. and dishonoring our bodies. And what that looks like in terms of fitness, because we know there are multiple ways we can honor and dishonor our bodies. Absolutely. And we talk mostly about fitness and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about nutrition today. Not today. But we're going to be talking about how we honor and dishonor our bodies with movement. Exactly. And you're going to be touching on what meaningful movement is. Yes. I think the important thing for us to get out and say is that by no means is body liberation, at least the way we represent it, against weight loss. We are both medical professionals, and we completely understand that there is a time and a place when you need to be able to lose a certain amount of weight to live. But it's a way to do it where you're honoring yourself, as we said before, and there's a way to do it where you're dishonoring yourself. And what I've come to terms with, like how I've been able to maintain you know, my the way I look aesthetically and still have joy and vitality and vibrancy on what I'm doing it is by through honor. And that kind of looks like meaningful movement. And so when I say meaningful movement, it very much so means being connected to your body and really asking yourself when you wake up, how do you feel? What does your body need yeah. in the morning? And looking at your schedule and what you have going on too. I mean, if you... Like for me, I'm still a full-time working pharmacist. So on the days, sometimes if my son doesn't sleep and I had just worked two 12-hour shifts back-to-back, getting up at 5 a.m. so I can get in a 30-minute workout really isn't honoring my body. It might look like sleeping a little bit later and doing 10-minute yoga for that existence. You know, doing something different. We're not saying don't get into a routine of, working out moving your body daily because we definitely believe that 
you should move your body every day, but moving your body doesn't look like always getting up, going to the gym, regardless of what happens. If you wake up tomorrow morning and you feel sick, you feel drained, you feel overwhelmed, you can do something completely different. Or if you don't like going to the gym, because I know there's some of you who hate the gym, but you're going because it's 2023. And I want to give you permission not to go. There's so many other things that you can do that is honoring your body when it comes to movement. I think this would be a good place to talk about what on dishonoring your body looks like for movement, because then we can segue into like feeling like self. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think before we segue into that, mm-hmm. I want to know, and I want y'all out there to know mm-hmm. weight loss is a choice. Yeah. And part of honoring your body is about body autonomy Mm -hmm. and you have full control over what that looks like in your life at every single stage and if you try to um, lose weight prematurely and what I say by prematurely is if you are not sound mind body and spirit it's not going to be the best way to Mm. honor your body period because with honor also comes respect absolutely and can't have one without the other so i just wanted to make sure that y'all knew and that y'all know that body autonomy is 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 probably one of the highest principles in this liberation work Mm -hmm. is to feel fully in incomplete control over your body. Mm-hmm. Um, dishonor. Dishonor. Watch out. I think the best example you gave uh-huh. was the one about going to the gym and you don't even like the gym. Like, why are you going? And I think about it all the time. Like, I was a person that I actually did like the gym. Mm-hmm. But we talked about, we talked last episode about this brainwashing that was occurring exactly. in my mind. Exactly. Let's get into it. Let's get into Let's it. Let's get into it. Because it was more ritualistic than it was giving to myself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I didn't really feel connected to my body. Mm-hmm. I knew that um, what I was doing was helping me to lose weight. Mm-hmm. But much more than that, it didn't make me feel at home in my body. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like beautiful. I didn't feel sexy. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel, I mean, I thought I looked nice, but I wasn't connected yeah. to my body. Yeah. It was just very robotic, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I lost 90 pounds. Like that was a badge of honor. Yeah. Like I lost all of this weight and I'm still trying to lose the rest of this weight. And that's all I'm focusing on. I'm not even focusing on enjoying my body. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing mm-hmm. to oh enjoy my body. What did, come on now. Come on, self-intimacy. Like, to just bask in my beauty and just without anyone's validation. Yeah. Validation is cool. Yeah. But when you can validate yourself, mm-hmm. like, that's a whole nother level of intimacy. That is a whole nother level of intimacy. And now I'm talking about honor versus dishonor. You are. But I'm going to start talking about dishonor, y'all. But too, we can go on a tangent. You know, we, we, go. Got, we got hop back and forth because this is the body liberated and we talk about it all. Exactly. So, um, but dishonoring your body, 
um, there, there are many more ways to work out than to just go to the gym. And on top of that, do you know what you're doing? No. Do you know what movement feels like? Mm -hmm. Like, do you know, like, why you're doing what you're doing? Oh, I'm doing this butt machine. <laughs> these, these buns and stuff. But what does that really feel like? When I learned how to do a functional squat, baby, <laughs> it feels so good to do it yeah. because I'm moving muscles that I never knew how to move before. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that is when we dishonor our bodies, mm -hmm. we're, we're over exercising. Yeah. We're doing strenuous movement, even mm -hmm. when our body is telling us to rest. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why I really love, like, our beach body community. Love it. Because you can do it all. Can like, it all. whenever you want. And learn. And learn how to do it. And not to go on a beach body tangent. If you follow us personally <laughs> on Instagram, you know that's our favorite way to work out. Because it's just so conducive it's to our lifestyle. It's convenient. But I... I learned how to do a proper push-up, a proper squat, how to more so than with working with a personal trainer. It's like I am working, but the people on the app are the best at what they do. They're world class. And so not a plug for Beachbody at all, but, but a plug. It's just, it feels so good. And I, yeah. I, the being able to work through not feeling good when I was moving my body and being self-conscious about what I looked like and mm -hmm. because I never you know at least for me when I first started working out I didn't have you know what you see now on Instagram cute matching workout sets or anything like that I think I had like a baggy t-shirt a t-shirt and from some baggy sweatpants some baggy sweatpants and thinking that I had to earn the other stuff yeah. and I didn't even have it and like not liking the way I looked and all of those things and just feeling so uncomfortable but being able to work through that comfortability uncomfortability in my own home really just it meant the world to me and so I think that's something to explore with your movement is like make sure that you're treating the body that you have right now with the same amount of reverence and mm. appreciation you're going to do when you do lose the weight. Absolutely. And being able to use movement as a way to connect to your body. Absolutely. Right? Like when we talk about this disconnection from our bodies, it's because um, I'll give the best example, one of the best. I mean, it kind of ties into nutrition as well, but mm -hmm. um, I had no problem going to the gym. I didn't have no problem mm -hmm. working out. Like, mm -hmm. it was what it was. Um, I used to love to run, mm -hmm. like, all the things. So I've always loved to move, move. my body. Absolutely. But I still didn't feel connected to it, for mm -hmm. real, for real. Um, but it was after I had Ayana, and we're going to talk about this on another episode, the fact that we're so quick to go get a snack back after we just had a whole human. Oh, we like, can, we're not going to get on that tangent today. We're not going to do it. We're not. We're not um, but sis developed a whole eating disorder mm -hmm. after having my second baby. And I never felt more disconnected from my body. And it was after I... 
um, I literally um, purchased a personal training package mm-hmm. while I was pregnant about to deliver I'm like oh I'm about to deliver like this will be the perfect time it's on sale right and I messaged her and everything I was like look I'm I can't take advantage of this right now but can I still buy this and then when I'm cleared for you know exercise can we start and she's like of course absolutely she's the sweetest person on planet earth Mm -hmm. sweetest pie lover to this day um but because and the thing was she was one of the trainers Mm -hmm. who actually like helped you I mean she didn't help you understand what it was but Mm -hmm. you were eating pretty much the right amount of calories for your body type like Mm -hmm. all the physiological things Mm -hmm. right and I think that's sometimes what people miss like yes you can be knowledgeable and tell me to eat this amount of money this amount of calories Mm -hmm. based on my body type but that still doesn't allow me to connect to it exactly right like I can eat my required caloric uh amount of things in a day and at the same time I'm still psychologically it's placing restriction Mm -hmm. and if you know anything about restriction in psychology is when you restrict, you then in turn, you can start obsessing about what you're restricting Mm -hmm. because it it offers a scarcity mindset. And when we have a scarcity mindset, we go into survival mode. And when we go into survivor mode, Mm -hmm. we're just trying to survive. So we're going to do anything Mm -hmm. just to survive. Mm -hmm. And so I very much was eating what was sufficient for my body but I had to eat the same thing every day. I couldn't deviate from the diet. No cheese, no this, no that. If you need to put no in front of anything or restrict yourself, it's not for you. No, nope. and it's a form of dishonor. It's well. a form of dishonor. Mm-hmm. You can choose to limit things based on your body, what feels good, but that's the best, that's tea. Mm-hmm. It don't feel good. That's why I don't eat it. Not mm-hmm. because it's not good or it's unhealthy exactly. it don't work with my makeup exactly and that's the difference between when you know you're on when you are pursuing weight loss or you want to lose weight between having honor and dishonor is knowing that i'm not eating this because i can't but when i eat dairy my body physically is like girl what are you doing you don't you can't eat that and that's why i don't eat it not because i'm like oh my goodness, dairy, all this, whatever. No, it's just like my body is, so that means that you can't do what I'm doing and I can't do what you're doing because I'm not in your body and you're not in my body. Exactly. And that's the hard thing about this culture that we're living in. Even me participating in it is making people like, oh no, this is like the right way. And it's like, no, the right way is your, is your way. way and in order to do that you have to learn how to connect to your body you have to attune yourself mm-hmm. to your body's needs mm-hmm. and so that diet plan if i had chose to eat those things i probably would have been satisfied and not thought a second about it because mm-hmm. my sanity said that i was full i was good mm-hmm. but the fact that i couldn't eat what i wanted to eat i started to upset exactly. over food I developed an eating disorder when I did not have one mm-hmm. because I went on a diet. Mm-hmm. And I share this story because it wasn't even a restrictive diet. It was probably the most like 
in line that it could be with with what, what your body needs, needs exactly. right? With how much food your body needs. But because we don't, when we talk about this liberation work, it's mind-body connection. Absolutely. Right? And so psychologically, mm-hmm. diets, they don't work. Exactly. <laughs> psychologically, you will develop an eating disorder because of this disordered eating you're engaging mm-hmm. in consistently consistently mm-hmm. and so it could very well you know do your body good and at the same time you you it's 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 because of the of the psychology that just makes you upset over food mm-hmm. and i developed a whole eating disorder and didn't know it until three years later when my second when my third baby was born so I was around here, like, just trying to figure out, like, what is wrong with me? And just think about how many people have the same story and they're just coming to realize that the same thing happened to them. Yeah. They got with the personal trainer who said all the right things you can, and then through it because they weren't honoring how they felt in that moment they develop disordered eating and for you that turned into an actual eating disorder and for other people it's still disordered eating if you ever and just to be clear if you've ever done any type of diet for longer than what it was supposed to be for not just for whatever you've had some type of disordered eating and we can get we can talk more about this in another episode, the difference between disorder eating and eating disorder, because that's yeah. your bag right there. That's my bag. <laughs> that's that and bag. I'm in it. Exactly. <laughs> that is your bag right there. But I wanted to put make the point because that's where that honoring and dishonoring your body really comes into effect, especially because you're going to see so many people. You're going to see so many people's transformation stories mm. this week alone. Or the first trying to get week. you on the bandwagon. And you're going to see that. And you're going to think, at least I know for me, I was thinking, oh, I want that. Yeah, it's, so it's so inspirational. And it's not to take away from that hard work Absolutely. that that person did. They did a great job. They did amazing. I have posted my own transformation story. But the thing about it is whenever you don't check in with yourself, mm-hmm. when you're decide and when you make the choice to lose weight and you're not checking in with yourself immediately that turns into you're not doing you're not doing it in an honorable way and if you're not doing it in an honorable way it won't be consistent because we've seen it like we saw globally what it looked like when people were doing things that dishonored your body and it's hard because sometimes dishonoring your body the results are amazing aesthetically Ugh. they're amazing is it worth it though and people congratulate you yeah there's praise there's praise people congratulate you Mm -hmm. and i just remember what that felt like Mm -hmm. like i remember what it felt like to exist in a body that was socially acceptable yeah that was acceptable for you know what what worthy looks like yeah right what was acceptable for what attention looks like Mm -hmm. Um, and I just remember always just feeling like I had to keep this up, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and obsessing over that and not just being able to live in my body. Yeah. Like, that, I don't want to go back to that. Like, when you think about risk 
over benefit. Like the only benefit is y'all happy. <laughs> like y'all like the way I look. I like the way I look too, but it's not it's not phasing my internal self. Exactly. And you can have it's both. It's actually hurting her exactly. really bad. She don't like it. She don't like it. She doesn't like it not one bit and you know that she doesn't like it because she's going to let you know. Because she's shaming herself. She's shaming she's herself. She's blaming herself when she falls off. We're going to talk about that. Too. Oh my Let's goodness. This is a perfect way. Let's just go ahead and talk about this falling off because I, my gosh, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me that they fell off and just falling recently, off of what? Just recently I have to be like, what did you fall off of? I'm very confused. If caring for your body and doing things for your body is something that you're committed to, then you're not ever going to fall off. You might just be in a season where in that way, you can't do it that way anymore. And that's okay. That is okay. You didn't fall off. You gotta pivot. You just gotta find something else to do. And I think I explain this the best to my client. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, sis, she, they are always like, I was able to do it before. I was able to do it before. Mm-hmm. What were the factors around before? Mm-hmm. Right? What was hard? Mm-hmm. What was easy? who were you then mm-hmm. right we're we're putting in we're not putting into context who we were before that we in turn were had the need mm-hmm. had the ability mm-hmm. to do these things Absolutely. seamlessly Absolutely. right we discredit who we are now mm-hmm. based on who we were before Absolutely. and so you have to assess Every single time you enter a new season, what do I have? What don't I have? And what's getting in the way of me achieving what it is that I want to achieve, right? Because I I could, for example, um, someone mentioned to me, right? Like I was doing so good in the pandemic. She was a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And this was when they went online learning. And she was like, I was doing so good with going to the gym, working out. I was able to make my breakfast in the morning. I didn't have to commute. I didn't have to go anywhere. And I lost all of this weight. But then when life started life and I had to go back in the building, I had to now my job is very stressful because these kids are coming from a pandemic where they really weren't learning Mm -hmm. and it's harder to teach them. Mm And I'm still beating myself up because I can't make it to the gym. Mm -hmm. I'm shaming myself Mm -hmm. because I'm not doing what I was doing before Mm -hmm. without even realizing my capacity has changed. Exactly. And that's the key part right there is this year, your capacity where you are last year in 2022 and where you are in 2023, that's something that you should have. You should have really already assessed it before you decided if you were going to go on a if you want to try to lose weight, yeah. that, that was, that should have been your first, like, you should have talked about that with yourself first, if you haven't yet, don't worry, it's only, like, if you can, with your body, you can decide anytime, you can decide whenever, whenever you want, wherever, like, you could just, after this, you can literally go write it down and decide what you actually have a capacity for, but put, to your point about, and your, what you want to prioritize, and what you want to prioritize, what you want and to, you don't have to prioritize weight loss, mm because guess what? If when when you get to your body, your body's gonna get back. Absolutely. And we can take weight out of it. And I feel like this is like the simple thing. Like when you're focusing on everything else that is nurturing and loving, 
your the weight loss whatever would take care of stuff i think about for my hair for example there was a time where all i really wanted was like thick curls healthy all this stuff i'm watching all these youtube videos i'm doing all these things and this past year i didn't do any of that i was literally just the same thing i just took care of myself and i took my twist out and i was like oh my god what happened? She's beautiful. She is. This bro is thriving. She but is I, thriving. it literally was me just prioritizing the other things. And a lot of times when it comes to weight loss, we think it's I got to focus on losing weight and then I'll do this and this and this. Let's talk about, though, how it's important to heal your image before trying to embark on any way. Exactly. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's a good point because this really will like tie it in and wrap it in a nice little bow for everybody. Why we keep on saying it is not Christmas, girl. <laughs> but I love wrapping things a little bit. We bow. love wrapping on love. Wrapping it up. <laughs> but I think that that's a good thing because I still feel like when we're hearing dishonor and honor, the only way to really get started with that is to truly work on healing about how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Because no matter how much weight you lose, if you don't heal that part of yourself, you are still going to be the same person you were when you were larger or even when you were smaller, smaller. because it goes to both sides of the spectrum. You know, different people have different bodies at their times, what they aspire for. Yeah. And to be clear, Living in a fat body is traumatic. It is. Living in a fat body, I don't know about anywhere else in the world, but living in a fat body in America Mm -hmm. is traumatic. Mm -hmm. Trauma is anything that alters the way that you respond to external stimuli. Say that one more time. Trauma is anything that alters the way that you respond to external stimuli. That is so true. And I, and I, and the thing about it is, I feel like until we really start doing this work, until I started thinking about for myself is, you don't even, even if you came from a home that did what they were supposed to do, if you live in the world, which we all do, you were traumatized for making because your body didn't look like the body that was praised. I mean, absolutely, 2023's example of bodies is way different than, you know, if you grew up in the 90s or whatever, even before the 90s, but we're 90s babies, so, you know, it's different, but it's traumatic, Yeah. and you didn't see yourself represented doing anything. Nothing. I mean, it wasn't until my 20s when I actually no, sign people actually value fat bodies exactly and it wasn't even till i proved it to myself yes i ha- i didn't even see it yet still i'm thinking about 2019 when i'm i'm sort of kind of seeing it but i had to it it came from me proving it to myself it didn't yes. even come from that i can people. love this version of me exactly yes it, it 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 happened after the fact and so i just think that it's worth mentioning because you may be listening to this and you might be getting ready to go on a super restrictive plan Mm -hmm. or maybe have even started it and maybe have already started it and we just want to give you another option to think about and really question 
how are you actually talking to yourself? And I want you to elaborate a little bit more about this more about like what does your self talk really look like when mm-hmm. you are in a state of disarming your body? Because I feel like there's a lot like never miss a Monday is a perfect example. It's criticism. Of what criticism looks like, but it's acceptable normal criticism, especially in the wellness fitness yes. space. It's acceptable. We say it all the time. We don't realize how harmful it is to ourselves almost definitely but what other what are some other things that we can look for listen to like our inner self-talk that we hear all the time that looks like dishonor absolutely um so most of things that we don't feel is harmful probably is harmful Mm. right like when we praise women for losing weight that it can right it's not intended to be harmful Mm -hmm. but it can make a person feel like that they're their larger body was less valuable Mm -hmm. because that body didn't get praised for being beautiful right you may have said hey girl oh you look good today right but the fact that you made an effort to point out the fact that I lost weight like could be very harmful um, because it feeds a part of the ego that perpetuates you doing all of the the things Mm -hmm. to maintain that Mm -hmm. so or things like no days off in hindsight like no you really can't take a day off of life but that's not what you mean exactly (laughs) that's not what you're saying we really we never stop unless if you are an able-bodied person which not everyone has Mm -hmm. privilege to be Right. We have to recognize our own privilege. Exactly. We have privilege to be able bodied. Mm -hmm. And if you are an able bodied person, you move your body every single day. Period. Every single day. Mm -hmm. And that's what we mean by movement looking differently. And that no days off. It gives the wrong message of meaningful movement. Mm -hmm. Meaningful movement is if if my body says that I need to slow down. I'm going to go take a walk mm-hmm. if I want to take, take a walk mm-hmm. or I could sit down and rest. Mm-hmm. But guess what? My limbs still move. Mm-hmm. My body still breathes in air and that is a form of movement. Absolutely. 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 I totally, I totally agree because it's just back to your point of what you said as far as never miss a Monday, no days off. You're talking about specifically whatever program you started you're not going to take a day off from that yes and you might very well need a day off exactly like i know when we first were really in ingrained in our beast body community yeah it was very much like since we gotta finish this program like we have to stay on top of this program when we started, you know, connecting over Zoom, which we love now. Which we love. But before, it was very much centered around, let's get it done. Exactly. Let's get it done. Versus, let's, let's connect. Like, exactly. it's our virtual gym, it's, right? Yeah. We don't go to the gym outside the home, so it's nice to work out With together. someone. But it wasn't it that. It wasn't that. It was, if we're being honest, it was, hey, I'm holding you accountable. I'm holding you and accountable. And I need you to show up. Exactly. Versus... You moving your body today? Are you pressing play? Because I'm pressing play. Let's, Let's press connect. It. Let's do it together. Let's do it together. And we're to be like, actually, no, I'm actually doing this real quick thing right quick. Right. So let's just, let's just take time. 
and that'll be the end of it right exactly. but before it was about accountability and accountability can be critical or it can be compassionate mm-hmm. and accountability is what stands in the gap of you achieving what you set out to do and if you're being critical with that accountability you're gonna get to that destination hands down absolutely but you're gonna not feel the best when you get there mm-hmm. and you, you may not be able to go much longer than that destination Mm -hmm. but when we're compassionate we can see what is really getting in the way of me getting to that destination and how can i get to that destination in good health Mm -hmm. and how can i get to that destination with a sound mind body and spirit exactly exactly i feel like that is that is it that is it so if you're in a self-talk when you miss a if you miss tomorrow it makes you feel bad if you feel like you need to make up or do something extra because you're missing tomorrow red flags those are all red flags and that is not truly honoring your body and it's not to say that we're not fans of routines or getting into the habit of doing everything because we are and you need to do there is power in having a habit when it comes to your movement and things like that. But you need to have something in place for when you cannot move your body the same type of way because inevitably life is going to life and you need another backup that still falls in line with whatever routine is really honoring you. Because my morning routine and your morning routine, they're similar, yes, because we have the similar life, but to another woman who may be unmarried or with kids, their morning routine may not look like ours, but just because this influencer said you need to get up at 5 a.m. every single day and wake up before whatever, like that may not apply to you. And that's something that I know I had to realize because I was on the game like, everybody should be a morning person, which is a little bit, pardon me, I'm not gonna lie, I still feel like there is magic in the morning, not gonna lie, but, in the morning is a range. In mm-hmm. the morning doesn't mean 5 a.m. for everybody. And we're I'm, also moms. So in the 5 a.m. magic is for me as it's a mother. You know, I can't. Because getting up with your baby, how you don't have time. You don't have to time. pour into yourself. You don't have, pour, you have time for it to yourself. And, like, that's perfect for us. But before I became a mom, my wake-up time was not 5 a.m. It was mm. another time before I had it. It was really closer to 6, 6.30. Then... <laughs> Just love getting up. I, I was getting up early before you got here. Mm, <laughs> nah. Nah, I was waking up at 10. I, was, I wouldn't go far as far as to say 10. Um, It, it just depended on the day, yeah. right? When I didn't have kids, I had more autonomy. Yeah, you had more choices. And, like, if I had to be to work at a certain time, mm-hmm. I made sure I got it going to work. But Exactly. And so I think that this is a good point to – wrap it up and end it we will see you guys again for episode three again remember we want to hear from you we want to hear your weight this is awkward story your questions about what exactly does dishonor look like maybe you have a more specific question that we didn't touch on or whatever you want to make sure that you email us at the body liberated pod at gmail.com and Instagram handles. We didn't say it last time. We were so excited, but you want to make sure you follow me at Dr. Hmm, what's my Instagram handle? Dr. Underscore. Is it underscore? Dr. Tangi underscore smile. 
Yeah, Dr. Tangie Smile. So it's Dr. Tangie underscore Smiles. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, if you're watching this on YouTube, we'll definitely link it for yes, you. Yes, we'll link if it If you're below. watching it on the pod, just go to our Instagram, mm-hmm. The Body Liberated, mm-hmm. and you'd be able to connect with us that way and you'll also be able to see our individual instagram handles yes and i'll know it next time and i am thriving with bria on instagram and our instagram is the body liberated flat no periods no underscores just the body liberated um and so with that being said follow us on our social platforms because we have so much more knowledge to share with you guys around body liberation, um, getting into eating and menstrual cycles and all the things that connect us to our bodies in a very meaningful way. You also want to make sure you get on our email list. You also want to make sure that you're just staying tuned and locked arms with us and connected. Mm -hmm. Um, And remember, when you give to your body, it gives back. You deserve to be liberated. Scars from a lifetime From not loving myself It was never the right time I had to speak to the cosmos To realign My synergy This energy will center me I keep on falling I keep on falling Deeper I keep on falling Into the depths of